You're listening to Talk Talk. Talk Talk. In this edition of Talk Talk, I would like to explain you the concept of formal systems. What are formal systems? And how is the game of chess related to math? Listen to find out. For this edition of Talk Talk, you need something to write with a pen and a paper. Maybe you can get that. Uh, why do you need that? Because I'm going to show you a little puzzle and we're going to go through the puzzle together. And it's kind of difficult to follow along just by listening. And it's better if you are able to see it as well. So that's the reason why I would recommend that you also get yourself something to write. It's called the so-called MU puzzle. The MU puzzle. Well, I did not invent that puzzle, but it shows very well what uh, formal systems are. I think we're just going to try the puzzle first and then I'll explain you the theory as we go along later. And the puzzle starts out like that. Um, first of all, what I want you to do is I want you to write at the top uh, left corner of the, of the paper, I want you to write the word MI, the string of characters MI. You can use capital letters. I think it's most easily visible this way. And um, at the bottom of the page, also on, on, the, on the left side, I want you to write MU. So we've got MI written in one corner and MU written in the other corner. And the goal of the puzzle is, is now to change the string MI to MU using a set of rules. Using a set of rules so we're not allowed to just cross out the I and change it over to a U. No, there are four rules that I'm going to tell you. And I think it's a good idea if you also write down those four rules because uh, otherwise you cannot remember them. Maybe we could use the right side of the paper to write down these rules. And I'm going to tell you now the four rules that you can use to change the MI to the MU. And uh, it is up to you how you want to use those rules. You can use each rule as, many, as often as you want or you cannot use a rule at all. And you can use them in any order. But it's very important that you stick to those rules. So here are the four rules. Rule number one is if there is an I at the end of a string of letters, then you can add a U. So, for example, if your string is MI, and we've got that's our first string here, MI, then if you want to, you can change it to an MIU. You can just add the U. But it's only possible if the last letter is an I. So, this is rule number one. If there's an I at the end, you can add a U. So, we write this down. Number two, the second rule, you can double any string of characters that follows the M. So, if your string is MIU, then you can double the IU after the M. So you can double everything that follows the M. So and if we double the IU from the MIU, then we can get MIU IU. So we have doubled the IU. That's also a possibility. That's rule number two. Anything after the M can be doubled. But sometimes the people get a little confused and they misunderstand this. You must double the whole thing after the M, not just a part of it. You must double the whole thing after the M. So rule number three. You can replace three I's in a row with one U. So, for example, if you've got M-U-I-I-I, then the I-I-I can be changed with a U and you get M-U-U. So the M-U-I-I-I can be changed to M-U-U because you can replace three I's with one U. This is rule number three. And, of course, the three I's can also be in the center somewhere. It is possible to change M-U-I-I-I-U. M-U-I-I-U, the three I's in the middle can also be changed to a U and you get M-U-U-U. So three I's can be changed and exchanged with one U. Rule number four, 
you can cancel and remove any two use that occur in a row. There are two use next to each other, you can throw them out. M-U-U-U can be changed to M-U. We just cancel two use. These are the four rules. Again, you do not have to use all of these rules. You can use the rules in any order that you want. And of course, you can also use one rule as often as you want. So again, in a, to summarize, you can add a U if there's an I at the end. You can double anything after the M. You can replace three I's with a U. And you can remove a double U. Okay, let's start. Um, and uh, try to write the string of letters down as we go along. I'm just going to do a couple of steps and I'll leave the rest up to you. So we've got at the top on the sheet we've written MI and um, I would like to be able to go to MU so we have to try out a little bit here and I would say okay we've got the I here we could actually use rule number two now to double the I. That's rule number two. So beneath the MI I'm going to write MI I because I've doubled the I using rule number two. And now what? Well actually we could use rule number two again and we could double the two I's again so we use again rule number two and we get M-I-I and we double the I-I we get I-I again. M-I-I-I-I. M and four I's. Now let's continue a little bit here. We've got four I's in a row. What we could do is we could try to replace three of these I's with, with one U. Now which rule is that? Now that is rule number three. You can replace three I's with a U. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to replace the first three I's with a U so I get M-U-I. M-U-I because three I's I'm replacing with a U. So what rule should we use next? We somehow have to eliminate the last I over here from the M-U-I. We somehow have to cancel the, the I here but we cannot do that. There is no rule for that. So there is an I at the end and we can add a U. So we get M-U-I-U. So, and this was rule number one. So I'm writing that down too, M-U-I-U. -U. But slowly I'm getting a little frustrated here because now what? Um, we could try to double the U-I-U -U at the end now. And then we get again M-U-I-U -U, and we double the U-I-U. -U. Ah, interesting. Now we have got two U's in a row here. We've got M-U-I-U-U-I-U. -U -U and we can use rule number four to cancel out the two U's in the middle. We get M-U-I-I-U. -U. We've canceled the two U's using rule number four. Hmm, well, I hope that you get the idea. Now I'm going to stop here. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you to continue this right now. Um, and maybe you can find a way to go from the MI to the MU and then you can try to be able to reach MU and see if this is possible. Well, maybe you did not notice it, but we were just doing some math here. The MU puzzle is something that we call a formal system. And the math that you learn in school is also a formal system. Now, what I want to say is that, that the solving of school, a school-related math problem and the solving of the MU puzzle are pretty much the same thing. You're doing the same things. When you do algebra in school, then you apply certain rules to a mathematical formula and you get a new formula. And in the MU puzzle, you apply rules to a string of letters and you get a new string of letters. So the last couple of minutes, I was actually teaching you a new mathematical system. Well, you can call it MIU math if you want to. And what I'm going to show you as well is the game of chess is pretty much similar to math as well. And now to the theory part. 
The MU puzzle, just like algebra, is something that we call a formal system. I just told you that. Now, what is a formal system? In a formal system, you need two things. First of all, you need a set of rules. We call them the rules of inference. We've got that. These are the four rules that I just told you. In algebra, you all, um, algebra, you also have a, a set of, of rules. And the game of chess or Go or checkers or any other game also has its own set of rules. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to show you that chess is quite similar to math. And the second thing that you need besides the rules are the so-called axioms. Axioms are the starting points. The string of letters MI, the starting point that we started out with, these are our axioms. In chess, the starting positions of the chess figures are the starting points. We could say that these are axioms. And these axioms cannot be correct or they cannot be false. I mean, they're just there. They are defined and they are agreed upon. And in a formal system, we then apply the rules in the MU puzzle of four rules and we apply them to the axioms and we do something to these axioms. We modify the string of letters in the MU puzzle or we also are able to change and we, we, uh, and we're able to change an algebraic formula and we're also able to change the position of the chess figures using the rules. When we apply the rules to axioms, we get theorems. We get a theorem. We call them theorems. And, of course, we can apply also the rules to the new theorems that we just made. So they're the axioms at the beginning, and the theorems are derived from the axioms. The rules can then also be used on the existing theorems, and we get even more theorems. So, and these theorems can now be correct or wrong. It may quite well be possible that some of the theorems are simply not possible. You cannot get there by applying the rules. In the MU puzzle, the theorem UIU is not possible, for example. It's not possible to just have UIU. Because there's no rule that removes the M from the beginning of the string. There's no way that we're able to get to UIU. It's not possible. The question is now if it is possible to arrive at the theorem MU starting from the axiom MI. And if it is possible, what rules do you have to apply and in what order? In, the ch in chess, there are also some positions that are simply not possible with the rules of chess. So what do we learn from all that? Well, games just such as checkers, chess, or a game of cards are actually quite similar to math. And maybe some of you know the card game Solitaire. It's a game that you can play. It's a card game that you can play with yourself, and some computers have it installed. And you can ask yourself now: What are the axioms, the theorems, and the rules of inference of the card game Solitaire? Could it be that some games are impossible to win because of its axioms? Now that's that's an interesting question. Is it possible that some games are simply impossible to win? And how are the games such as Solitaire different from math? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You can listen to more episodes at www.toktalk.net. That's www.toktalk.net. My name is Oliver Kim, and I wish you a nice day.